tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed, and a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Good morning, Swarm, and welcome to Tim Fall Hat. You know I am. You know I'm here to do. I'm here to rock. rock. There we go. There we go. He was missing in Houston. Everybody thought he was coming to Skank Fest, and he didn't show up. We'll ask why now. Xavier Guerrero, why didn't you show up? There's enough Mexicans. Y'all didn't even. <laughs> People were, everyone's like, where's Xavier? I'm like, he's supposed to be here. He's going to show up. Yeah, it didn't happen. You left George Perez there to do all the cocaine. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he did all of it. Well, you know what's cool? <laughs> Three people offered me coke this That's... weekend, and I don't do it, but man, it was very cool to know I'm still cool enough to do blow with people. And they're like, hey, dude, you want to do some blow? I'm like, if I do that, just know in an hour, I'm going to look for meth and try to suck my own dick. So it's, uh, that's on you, dog. That's on you. <laughs> Speaking of suck your own dick, my man, the one, the only, Johnny Wonder, J-Nice. How are you, J-Nice? Tried it. Didn't, it didn't work. It's didn't a big feel dong. good. It didn't feel good. Tried a lot. It's I hard just, to slurp when you're that far over, right? I yeah. instantly yeah. thought you had a big dong. He's like, if he's trying, you got to have it kind of big. No you one, think he's got a big dong? Well, if he tried, if he tried, he has to I be... Mean, to, everybody's tried, bro. Yeah, don't come on, like I don't think tried. everybody has tried. Bullshit, Micro penis guys. When you were like tried. 12 and 13? Yeah, yeah dude, everybody no. tried. <laughs> everybody tried. Man, we should just do a whole... We should do a podcast where we just interview people who actually were able to suck their own dicks. How many listeners? That's a broken sim, dude. We're doing that on broken sim. We are doing that. Ten percent of male yeah. population. You think? We're doing that on broken sim for sure. That's such a funny Will idea. We find somebody. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna do What's it. What's it like? The first hey, time you realize you just, might be able to get there. How did you know the training involved? Like, did like, you change your diet? What was the theme music in the back of your head? As the it Rocky was montage. Bum, 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 bum. Chariots of fire. Bum, no, bum, I'm thinking bum, more bum, Rocky. Rocky bum, montage. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum. Guys, we got a great show for you. Uh, I, I so mean, fun. it was probably one of the best shows we've done in a long time. Very excited. We had Ryan Christian yeah. from the Last American Vagabond. He came on and crushed it. It was a fun conversation. This video is a little out of sync. That's Zoom, not us. Uh, oh, FYI. really? Yeah. It seemed okay where I was watching it. Yeah, it was a little bit off. Okay. Bit well, off. you know what? The Chinese are on to us, bro. <laughs> the Chinese are on to us. If you want to be on to me, just know I got shows this weekend, next week. I, I literally only have five, four shows left in the rest of the year. Four shows. Your last one's December 10th? Yeah. No, right. you're yeah. not going to add any dates? Nope. Vacation. I, I, you know what I really want to do? Shoot guns. That's what I, I need to make room for shooting guns. I'm going uh, home for Thanksgiving, and that is what I will be doing. You're going to shoot guns? Yeah, dude. That's where all my guns are in Are North you going to bring any guns back? 
Well, I already I have a, I have a few here. Oh, shit. I'm glad you whispered that. We need a gun here in the studio in case fucking... I mean, we got a safe we can put it in. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guys, if you want to see me live... live you want to lose a gun, put it in. As, as of this recording, there's only like three or four tickets left for uh, the Salt Lake show. They added a second show because we sold so much, and I'm bringing cash daddy's chris neff with me to his hometown so basically he's going doing his father's memorial and then going to do stand-up right that's after. gonna be a story I that's can tell gonna be a story. and then yeah. i have to follow the guy that just lost his dad Ugh. that's my life so I mean, interesting but go check it out all the tickets are at sam dot com uh, so i have um i have boise on thursday i have salt lake on friday and then after that i'm in uh, San Diego on the 18th, and then the final show is Tampa on the 10th, and it's shut it down, shut it, shut it down. Hey, how many times did you go to Florida this year, fucker? I, I to be honest <laughs> with you, not enough, dude. You go, if you have something in Florida and you go, hey, dude, I'll give you X number number of Monero, I'll show up to go Miami or Tampa Bay all the time. I mean, I love those two cities. Yeah. They're great. We have to do more shows there. Anyways, that's that. So go to samtriplee.com. Uh, uh, listen, you want t-shirts to support the show? New t-shirts every month. Go to samtriplee.com. Click the banner. It says tinfallhattshirts.com. Take it right there. Great way to support the show. Great way to support the show. If you also want to support everybody you see here, you got to go to rockfin.com, R-O-K-F-I-N.com. Zero, Conspiracy Social Club, Broken Sim, uh, We Don't Smoke the Same, uh, The Grace of All Time, Sports Talk. They're all there. I do six episodes every week there on that channel for $10 a month. Heard something funny about Broken Sim, by the way. we got uh, The podcast got featured on our host, Spreaker's uh channel where they feature podcasts you know oh we did yeah yeah and i i'm just imagining you know like coming up after some political talk show us talking about people sucking their own dicks for two hours it's obvious oh, they by didn't the listen. way they featured us in their um in yeah. like their podcast that uh their comedy podcast so i mean at their exhibits when they do like at the x fronts convention. or whatever the hell they obviously don't it. listen to the show they, yeah no why wouldn't they <laughs> It's a quality show. No, it is, but Xavier. it's not. It's not. It's not poster quality. Like it's it, like why? It's totally poster quality. They just what guys, episode? Guys, do not Listen. subscribe to We Don't Smoke the Same. <laughs> it's a garbage fucking show. We did a double full episode, of people who barely speak. <laughs> <laughs> okay, garbage. The weed stop, doesn't help. The weed doesn't help it. Supporting <laughs> illegals. Listen to American-made podcasts by Americans. Okay. Um. Yeah. Go there now. Let's say you want to listen to some free stuff. You know, you, you want to check out, hey, are these podcasts good enough to subscribe to Rockfin? Guess what? There's a ton of shows out there for you. We have Tim Fall Hats for free, obviously. Tim Fall Hat will always be free. I will never have you charge. I will end the show before I charge for this free show, two shows a week. Then there's also Conspiracy Social Club with Brian Callen. That You can find the RSS feed for that for free. Zero, my spiritual podcast, that's out there for free fucking been murdering it if you like that go check out the, the the show on rockfin uh we don't smoke the same wouldn't listen to it but you can check it out <laughs> broken simulations on there and punch drunk sports 
all free shows hey, that I do. This one isn't free, but on Tuesdays, he does Tuesdays well, and you can go on there and ask him any fucking Travis Scott Every, questions. Stop, stop coming at me and be Tuesdays like, hey, what does Sam think about it? Yeah. Go I'm over gonna, there. We might do an episode this week. There's a couple people out there that have some fucking interesting threads on it. So I might do a special bang, bang it out show where you guys don't have to do it. I'll do it on the uh, Zoom so you guys don't have to take up more of your fucking lives. So what was that look I for? like doing the show. I, yeah, that's why. Like, oh, you make yeah. it seem like it's like, oh, oh we got to yeah. do a I know, show. I, we gotta... I know everybody's busy. So, but I, no, I, think I, I really do. do like I think I might do something on Thursday. I'm going to put together somebody that was there and a guy who did this fucking murder thread. Somebody was on. there? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Hey, you know what's so funny? I was flying back from Houston. I was in Houston. My mom's like, oh, my God, are you at your concert? I'm like, Mom, I'm not. I'm a fucking white 40-year-old. <laughs> that shows you how unplugged right? she is, that she thought right. you were going to Astro World. That's great. <laughs> I'm not I'm not black or useless white chick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, but it was so funny because everybody was wearing their... their Astro their, World shit? Yeah, on the plane. And I'm like, imagine if you were in Vegas during the shootings. Would you wear your fucking merch that you bought at the country music festival that where everybody got shot at? I mean, well, you think anybody's going to go and sell their Travis Scott shoes that cost $3,000? Well, you know, there's somebody already selling t-shirts. I survived Astro World 2021, <laughs> you know, just raking it in. Some darkness in that stuff. So that's it, guys. Check out all the paywall stuff. Check out all the subscription premium content. Check out all the free stuff. There, you know, if you're bored. Oh, yeah. Real quick, if you want, two things. Real quick, Telegram. There's a tinfoil hat Telegram, okay? I am now pulling all the controversial stuff off of Instagram because I might as well not even do it. Hmm. Everything's on Telegram. Somebody told me that the link we shared at some point was not the right link. All so. you have to do is go to my Twitter, that either uh, at, at uh, Fat Dragon Pro. Or go to my Instagram, which is Ghost of Tripoli, and you can find the link. And I, I, everything, anything Eddie Bravo sends me, I put it up. Anything I find interesting on Reddit or on Twitter that I know is going to get me in trouble on Instagram, I put it on the Telegram. It's only a couple weeks old. There's always almost mm. 600 people on there. Your link on Twitter or that Telegram might be wrong because it's not. Oh, that's thing the of... one they're talking about then. Yeah, people yeah. told me to tell you that. That whatever link you're sharing is bad. Link. Okay, I'll go look at it. Yeah. I'll go take a look at it. I don't know how to do all this shit. I'm trying my hardest, dude. I'm trying my hardest. Uh, but check back. Go check out Telegram. And um, yeah, and dude, listen. Let's say you're like, you're in the mood for a little fun, but you don't want to keep pressing play. I have a 24-hour radio station on samtriply.com. Every one of my free shows that is older than 30 days old, you can listen to free. There's a, there's a radio station per show, and you can check it out. Yeah, dude. So that's it, man. Ooh, right now it's a good one. What if is you'd it? You'd be listening to it. would be with uh, Randall Carlson. Oh, snap. Yeah, Ancient Civilizations. Ancient Civilizations. All right, guys. This is a great episode. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, he comes. He drops a hammer to the gods on us. Enjoy the Go show. Go deep, homeboy. Aaron, open your mind. All right, so let's get into it, man. You know, super honored and very excited to have a, a talk with this guy. Uh, I, I mean, I love everything he's do, doing on the internet. I'm a big, I follow him on Twitter. I, I, everything I instantly retweet because he's he's just crushing it. He's part of the uh, Last American Vagabond. Uh, you just go to lastamericanvagabond.com. Please welcome Ryan Christian. How are you, brother? 
honored to be here, man. I have the same vice versa. I'm a big fan of your guys' show and the work you're doing. So I'm looking forward to talking with you guys. So thanks for inviting me on. My pleasure, man. You're doing the Lord's work, homeboy, for sure. And uh, I really enjoy it. I love when you're on the union of the unwanted because it makes it just gives a lot more texture to the show. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself for those who don't know you and about the last American Vagabonds? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I know the great group. Every time I'm on the Union of the Unwanted, I just walk away going like, we need more of this. You I know, love this it, dude. Great, cohesive people. It's all And all different perspectives, too. It's a great, great team. Um, the Last American Vagabond is a is a is uh, really a website that I started, I don't know, 10-plus years ago now. And it was something just randomly decided to start. I was something that I was actually traveling. That's where the name came from. I was traveling in my RV around the United States with a friend of mine. And just kind of, you know, had just decided that I need to do something of my own. I'm tired of seeing everybody lie about everything. And I'm just going to start putting my opinions out there. Never thought it would become anything like it is today. At the, at the time, I'm, I'm a professional. I went to the Culinary Institute of America in Napa Valley. I'm a chef and I've been running restaurants my whole life. And I just kind of decided, you know, I'm going to do this. We were traveling. And I was just picking up side work in restaurants. And I started the whole thing and it just kind of took off. And it, it started about cannabis law reform. That was like the main, it was all it was really about, which just, as we all know, kind of broadened out into, I mean, everything. I mean, I think that was such an obvious point about, you know, how we could overcome the system if we work across party lines. I mean, there's a million points to take away from that. But that just exploded, and I started realizing, okay, there's a lot more here that we could talk about. Started talking about foreign policy, and that really became a niche for me for a long time. And it just kind of grew from there. Yeah. I stopped traveling throughout a certain period in there and I kind of put a little bit of roots down, but I still travel quite a bit and just try to cover anything I think is important. Obviously, COVID-19 has just eclipsed everything at this point. And you're on the right side of almost everything, if not everything. Guys, I want to tell you about our friends at Homedics, man. Homedics, listen to me. I have kids. They bring in germs. I live in Los Angeles. They're, the air quality is absolutely Pure garbage. As I get older, I realize air quality is important, and that's why I want you guys to check out Homedics, okay? They sent me the Total Clean Air Purifier, and it's amazing. I use it. Roger's just all over the place. My air is like pug nasty, okay? But thanks to Homedics, I don't have to worry about that. Their Total Clean Air filtration system uses uvc light removals that removes up to 99 percent of airborne allergens okay including pollen pet dander smoke and mold okay it purifies the air uh it purifies air in a large room up to 343 square feet and it's much cheaper than those crazy expensive air purifiers okay i'm tired of paying too much for air purifiers and i don't have to do it well, Homet, okay? Homedics is the bomb. It makes it's the best of the best, all right? So listen, dude. Homec was created in 1987 by a Detroit family. Founded they founded Homedics to help make people's lives better. Today they've established as the leader in wellness and home health innovations, backed by traditional wisdom and modern technology, okay? Plus, Homedics has an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating, so they're a brand you can rely on and trust. Join millions of customers who trust Homedics and the Homedics family to take care of, of their needs and air quality, okay? So here's what I want you guys to do. 
Whether you're dealing with allergies or just looking to keep your family safe, we've got good news for you right now. If you go to homemedics.com slash tinfoil and use the promo code tinfoil, you'll receive a free replacement filter with the purchase of your air purifier up to $99 value, okay? Listen, you're going, you buy it, you get it, they're going to take care of you, and they're going to give you a free replacement filter filter okay again it's a free replacement filter when you go to h-o-m-e-d-i-c-s dot com slash tinfoil and use the promo code tinfoil breathe better thanks to home addicts mm-hmm. uh, you see you tweeted something very interesting you know there i remember when will smith had a movie and it's like it's like it's not really paranoia. The tagline was, "It's not paranoia if they're really coming after you, right?" Mm-hmm. And, I, and that always resonated with me because you know my father raised me to be quite a paranoid human being, and you know I had to learn checks and balances on that. But you put out a, a tweet the other day which resonated with me, which was like, "So my internet's not working. Uh, my neighbor's internet totally fine. My <laughs> internet not working." We talk about that a lot here. It's like. Man, it just seems like they could just narrow it down to where we are and just zap us so we can't get the internet going. And, you know, part of me is like, am I paranoid or is that really possible? But, you know, hearing you say it, I'm like, yeah, I think it is, man. I 100% possible, 100%. But I mean, I always say, if, if you're not paranoid, you're not paying attention, right? And that's an old saying somebody else told me a long time ago. It's obviously, we're at a point now where it really, it, it, there are a thousand reasons to be paranoid about what's going on today. But it, technologically speaking, that's a no brainer. I mean, there's an easy, whether you're talking a cable level or above, there's a very clear ability to do that. Would they, could they, you know, we, that's the question we should, we could ask ourselves. I think there's a million reasons why why they would justify it feel you know i mean especially today look what we're doing is supposed to be dangerous medical misinformation or whatever and that's become a broad stroke justification to just do whatever they want legal or not so my point of that was yesterday um so many days ago i was interviewing charlie robinson and it wasn't just my house i was at my house I was going to do it there, and I got all set up and went and was like, the internet's not working. Check with my neighbor, because I always do that, just because, a quick backstory, maybe six months ago, I had a random cable issue, same thing, and I, not everything else is working around me. The guy comes out, and I shit you not. We can cuss on the show, yeah, I think, right? Yeah, go hard I shit, <laughs> I shit you not. I go, he tells me, he comes back in, he goes, yeah, it looks like your cord was cut. Like, not like accidentally, like it was cut. Oh, and, my and he God. Went, now, that, of course, that could have been some kid or whatever else, but, you know, whatever. I was like, that's pretty strange. And so now I go and do the same thing, junk forward to the day. I ask my neighbor, and his is working just fine. And I'm like, gosh, darn it. Check everything. It's working. So I take off to my office, right? So I, that's where I'm at now. So totally different location, different part of town. Get there. Guess what? Not working. <laughs> same thing. It's working everywhere else. It's just, you know, my point I always make is it could that be a coincidence? Sure. But this is whether or not it's a coincidence what they're going to be doing. This is the technocratic censorship yep. that they're building everywhere. The ability to just flip your switch because you're not a good citizen. Well, we the, all see it. Well, the World Economic Forum, they just had a little uh, cyber pandemic little thing. Which oh, yeah. They He's had... just going off on this. Yeah. I mean, that dude cannot stop talking about a, a, a electrical a, a power outage. It's coming. An energy outage. Right. He j- and I'm warning everybody, grab your generators now. Get cash. Get get get, get, get cash. I mean, dude, I'm thinking gold, bro. Yep, gold, gold silver. and silver. 
You know, I I'm like silver just because it's it's easier to exchange. It's smaller in value and it's more of a real world exchange. You know, a little coin can be like a real coin as opposed to a chunk of gold, which has much more value. I totally you know, I think, agree. I think silver is the real sound metal exchange of the real currency, in my opinion. Yeah, save gold for border agents when you need to get out of America. Exactly. Let me through, bro. So, so I want to start off before we get into it. Uh, you are you? Would you consider yourself? A red pill or a black pill? Well, I mean, I mean, those terms have become so contorted and manipulated. You know, like I know you. Well, got, my question is: like, Do you have hope? Is there hope, or is oh, okay. there no I, hope? I see how you're framing it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I actually really believe that, and I think that. Like if there wasn't hope, they wouldn't care what we were doing. And I've heard you've said that, but you know, like they wouldn't care if we if we weren't reaching people, they wouldn't care to censor us. You know, so there's obvious examples that what we're doing is having an effect at the very least. I think it's much bigger than that. I am damn convinced at this point. And if you people that watch my work so long before COVID, I've been saying this for years. I've strongly felt at the very least that we were a larger portion of of the populace and they want us to believe if not the majority and all they do is focus in on a hyperbolic you know isolated portion of the population that they want you to think is the majority the loudest vocalist extreme sides of both parties so i believe we've been the majority but today i believe that without a doubt because we can see and what i mean by that is not that we all agree politically or you know there's all sorts of things we disagree on but when it comes to how americans are going okay something's not right here like we're being forced to take medical interventions. Like even people on all walks on all sides of this are beginning to think there's something wrong. And I believe that's the majority of the population. So I think what's happening now is they're cracking down and to such a degree. And as I think we've all noticed this whole thing has been really clumsy rushed for a lot of different reasons. And so I think they're pushing this forward at a really fast rate. And I think people like Fauci, for instance, are starting to get thrown under the bus because they need you to think, oh, wait a minute, it was just Fauci and it was just China. So the, the vaccine will be good once we get them out of the way. You know, I mean, that's what that kind of feels like it's building towards. If we get the bad guys out of the way, well, there's, and even more so if you end up saying it was Fauci in China, bioweapon, the whole thing, that doesn't that then solidify that it is dangerous and there? So it just kind of leads into, well, the vaccine is still necessary, but if we tweak it with good people, anyway, to get off the point, I do believe that what we're doing is making a big difference. And I think they're quite desperate to stop that because we all see the great reset, technocratic push they've been planning for 20 years or even way longer than that, that they're trying to force in right now. So I think we should all have hope. I, I 100% believe that what is being exposed right now is this new era of anti-business business where mm. it... it, it Business went from making sure the customer was happy and the customer's always right to I want to make sure that the masters of mankind who own giant chunks of everything are the ones that are really happy. And it's more obvious than ever that those two things do not match. They do not work well together because what the public wants, what the consumer wants, and what they're creating are two totally different things. There is a disconnect between the middlemen and the elites and the buyers and it's more obvious than ever and i just i i don't know if they can help themselves they're so fucking set on where they want to go that they don't even realize how obvious it is what they're doing and they're waking up and you know, we've heard, you know, Whitney Webb talk about a lot about the election, how it was purposefully uh, made obvious that, you know, it was rigged. So that election integrity is gone. Yeah, I think they're totally right on that. 
I think it's interesting, like, where we're going. I think this has been planned out long before even Trump's election, right? I mean, and I've I've always kept it open that, like, it's possible that Trump wasn't even aware he was being used in this way or however you want to look at all this. Because I know a lot of people have opinions about him as a person. But as a coordinated effort, there it's undeniable that if Trump wasn't the one that was put in that position, everything would have been different. I brought this up just the other day. Think about what would have happened with the militia groups and all the people that supported Trump if Hillary Clinton had rolled all that stuff out. We'd be in we'd be in civil war at this point. I mean, they would have like I, the joke I make is that Obama would would sneeze and people would scream martial law and probably <laughs> rightly so. But now we have Trump in position and he's literally rolling out forms of martial law. And it's like, nah, he's fighting for us. It's all about freedom. You know, and these, these were the very people that should have been the ones marching through the streets. You know, so I think we can see that that throughout the whole process. One of these points I make all the time is about the CARES Act in a lot of different ways. And I think we were all calling it out at the time and still probably will when it happens again. All these bailouts took place under a guise of, you know, for the average person. And all it went to and we found out later was big business. Even even the ones that were meant for little businesses, the big guys scooped it in in other ways and shell companies. And and so what did that amount to? It amounted to a massive transfer of wealth, pay off the large companies, in my opinion, to give them the padding to do what's happening now. Because, look, why would you think a business would undermine its own profit model yep. to force in politics? Because they have money that they have already from the CARES Act. That's I completely my agree with that. These bailouts go to, you know, I mean, this video came out. I don't know if you saw it. It's called Monopoly, and it has this AI basically talking, which is the most realistic-looking AI. If, if it blinked once or twice in the hour, I might believe it was a real person. But no, I was more looking, when's this motherfucker going to blink? <laughs> but he, he was breaking down that, you know, basically Vanguard owns everything. And when you list the, the major, when you go and you find out who are the major investors in Vanguard, it doesn't tell you. So when you talk to some people, they're like, well, you know, the rules are this, 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 and this. I go, Vanguard is so big, it's above these rules, man. So when, right. when you have Vanguard, see, see, a company, let's say there's a rule that a company can't own too much of one company. Well, if Vanguard owns BlackRock and this, and Waltz and this group and that group, each group owns 8%, then you put them all together, Vanguard owns 32% of this company. And that's a right. lot of fucking power to have. And that's what we've been talking about forever. And so when you brought up, Chris, excuse me, Ryan, when you brought up that, um, you know, about the bailouts, that's what's happening in real fucking time, man. And so yeah. when people go, what is Trump? I go, I know what Trump is. I've always said Trump is Godzilla, bro. That's what he is. He's Godzilla. He's a monster. But you know what? At some point, you want that monster to be fighting these other monsters because you can handle this monster, right? I mean, it's really the, the fucking truth. And when you find out that BlackRock is like behind so much of this bullshit, and basically Trump took all those BlackRock executives and put them into all these positions of power, how can you sit there and say that he's not part of it? Exactly. I, exactly. That's the best point to make is the BlackRock. I mean, how about you? we point out that they had a plan laid out for this whole process before COVID ever started? And then they justify it by COVID and act like they did it because COVID. Like the foreknowledge is unreal. How many people clearly had plans laid out for what happened or the fact that members of Congress like made millions of dollars off foreknowledge and nobody went to jail for that. You know, it's just outrageous. The BlackRock part of that's the best example, though, especially when it comes to Trump, because these things were 
again, whether Trump knew it or not, this every step he took, the declaration of emergency that's never ended, by the way, none of this would have been allowed or happened without that. The Defense, Defense Production Act, Operation Warp Speed, these were all things that were handed off to Biden and he just continued. Like, obviously, it's gotten worse. Obviously, you can say what Biden's doing now is worse than what Trump was doing. But it's just because of the evolution of the process. Both of them played equal parts in where we are right now. That's I mean, regardless, I think we need we are, in my opinion, post partisan politics at this point. For anybody that's even remotely intelligent. I'm glad this is just crazy because it's so obvious that this is all. I mean, I think they are desperate to make this nonpart or um make this whole thing partisan when it's never been more clear that it's nonpartisan people all over political walks of life are uncomfortable with what's happening. And and this celebration of Republicans winning these States. And I'm like, it's it's literally like running back and forth from Jason Voorhees to, to Michael Myers. It's like, you just keep running back and forth expecting these murderers to show you love and it's done purposefully. And it's like, okay, we can sit there and go, well, the the reason people like the Republicans because they can honestly be more honest with their constituents. It's like all they like, like the poorest Republicans are like, yeah, man, I want more military, more blah, 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 blah. Cause someday I'm going to win the lottery and I'm going to be, rich as fuck and I don't want to pay taxes on this money I don't have yet. And I don't want to pay taxes. By the way, taxes theft. Democrats, though, have to lie. I mean, I'm an old school liberal. And Ryan, I don't know. I mean, it seems to me like you would be considered an old school liberal, which maybe now is libertarian. I don't want to put a label on you, but I mean, like, I'm old school, like live and let live. As long as people aren't getting hurt or you're not infringing on someone else's rights, you could do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. It's not my thing. I'm not going to have the government getting into your life and taxes suck and all that stuff. But man, these Democrats now and like people my age, like I'm in my late forties, man, all the, the, the liberals now, they are progressives and they would rather vote against their own best interest than abstain from voting because the party they like is garbage because then they would think the other party's going to win. Even though the other party's going to do exactly what your party's going to do. But at least you're not voting for fucking liars. All right, guys, I want to tell you about our friends at Helix, man. You know what? Most of your life you spend sleeping. And some of you guys don't even think about your mattress. You just lay down and you deal with it. Okay, stop it. There's a solution out there, and it's our friends at Helix. That's right. Johnny, do you have a Helix mattress? I do. I do. Yeah, I love it. Helix Sleep is the best, man. I got it. I have two of them. I have two of them, and they're both great. You know, I sleep in certain ways. Johnny, what do you sleep? I think you sleep yeah, what? I'm a, I'm a side, Knees side. by your head, right? <laughs> yeah, is that a, how you sleep? I'm a side back sleeper, yeah. Yeah, well, how do you sleep, Xavier? On my side. On your, I'm Straight a slide side sleeper, too. I definitely go fetal position sideways. <laughs> That's how I sleep. And, of course, my dog gets bam right in the corner. <laughs> so I have no room. I pay for everything. I have no room. But guess what? I have a giant bed, so I don't care because Helix is taking care of me, man. It is very important whether you, you know. Dude, I used to have a really junk bed, and I just got Me the too. worst sleep, dude. And thanks to Helix, I sleep on clouds, okay? And how did Helix know what I want? Because they have a wonderful, wonderful quiz. Johnny took it, passed yep. it with A's, okay? I passed it, and I realized I... What kind of mattress do you have? Only quiz you ever passed. Yeah, it is true. It is true. That's that's true. I, I like firm and a little soft at the same time. 
Yeah, that's what I got too. I got the one that's kind of midway soft. Yeah, you take a quick. It's a two minute sleep quiz. I'm taking mean, it right it now. Takes even less than that. Look at it, he's taking it right taking now, it dude. Right and now, it dude. was simple, easy, fast. And the best part is, you don't even have to go to the store with the. Have you heard about these mattress stores and what they they're thinking they're fronts for uh, some dude. shady shit? Not no, Helix. No. Not Helix Sleep. And they'll rip you off. That's the shadiest thing of all that they do. Maybe it's just ripping people off left and right. Yeah, not Helix Sleep. They take care of you because they're honest people. I've met them. They're good people, and I love them. Okay, so if you're looking for a mattress, take a quiz. You order the mattress that you're matched to, and the mattress comes right to your door, ship for free. You don't even need to go to the mattress store. Fuck the mattress store. You can go online and take care of this with our good friends at Helix Sleep, okay? So this is what you're going to do. Just go to helixsleep.com dot com slash tinfoil take their two minute sleep quiz I'm okay done i'm done he's done he's in he's out he's already got another one coming i'm okay? buying it right now he's buying it right now it's if xavier could do it we can all do it okay <laughs> this is all you do you go to sleep helixsleep.com slash tinfoil and take their two minute quiz and they will match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life and guess what they have a 10-year warranty and you'll get it uh, you get to try it out for a hundred nights for a, on a mattress that you sleep on a hundred nights. nights making love on a mattress and this is how much they care for you they'll take back your love man they know you're back. gonna love it dude every night hitting it hitting it hitting it and then you're like guess what i want it i want it. guess what it's never happened in the history of time okay because you gonna, make better love on a helix mattress that's yeah. all i know better love okay helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash timfoam. Okay, Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash timfoam. Come on, you deserve to sleep well. Get, get ready for the, the statement that we hear every two years, in fact, even during the, the midterms, is... The most important election of your lifetime. Like, how many times can we hear that repeated over and over and over until we realize how childish it is that they keep doing that? And I, it was even funnier still. Like, I know we say this every time, but <laughs> this one is the one. It's just ridiculous. And but I think that the the two party paradigm is one of the biggest, it's if not the biggest hindrance to people actually seeing what's going on. And I mean, you. It seems like you're generally on the same page with that. that like today where we are is quite obvious that, but I, I mean, even going back, it's like, I figure I would say, as opposed to calling myself a, a classical anything, I would just rattle off the second part of what you said, even though it's longer to list off. Cause that's what it really means. I, I think these labels have never really associated with what we thought they did. They, they teeter totter, you know, like you can go back not long ago and be like, okay, the evangelical Christian the right were the crazy ones. And the sound, the left was the same one. Like that's how they framed it anyway. And now you can see that it's sort of teeter tottered and we all see it Trump forward. The Democrat side has kind of played the mad, the crazy ones. And I feel like they tried to flip that to, the crazy supremacist conspiracy theorist side again. It just it just kind of balances out back and forth. I think ultimately most Americans are represented by a quasi middle ground where they just kind of vote back and forth on what they think they agree with and so on. And I think the whole liberal Democrat, liberal conservative Democrat Republican thing is just to keep people invested to like you just said, invested in voting against their interests for politics. Yes. You know, because you have to, you have to, you know, lesser of evils. It's just still voting for evil. It's, it's become pro sports. You're voting. Yes. For, you have your team. But at least in real pro sports, you get rid of the people that are failing. 
Not in this group. Not in this sport. It's pro it's, wrestling, more like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it's just really unbelievable. And it's just like, the, you know, so so. what are your thoughts? You know, you kind of should be doing a victory lap right now on all, all your hard work and exposing the COVID and everything going on with that. And I just feel like people like you... Uh, and this show to a lesser extent, but definitely the hard work that you and everyone around you is doing with it, putting out like the hard data, the hard data on what is actually going on, you know, and it, and, and like there's some people that no matter what you say, they're never going to listen to it because their ego is too big to admit that their bullshit meter didn't catch bullshit. And that's more important than anything. Like, I would rather be right than do right. And you know what do right is? Admitting that you were fucking wrong. And that exactly. this side is like So, COVID, uh, Russian collusion. Where do you want to start with all the stuff that you've been talking about that is kind of now 100% out in the open? Well, at least to the people like us, it seems like it's a uh, open and shut case. It is. It is. I mean, obviously, COVID-19 has been the focal point for a while in my mind. But I mean, you go back to foreign policy, which I covered quite extensively. I mean, these things are it's it's to a lesser degree been obvious. I think, to like we said, it's been clumsy and rushed during COVID-19. And I think that's why it's more obvious, like to a ridiculous degree. But look at things like just to pick one out of the ether, Bolivia. Right. I mean, that was verified. I mean, am I was it was it MIT? Now I'm like mixing things. I think it might. Have, I think it was MIT. There, but there was a study that came out. It basically said, "Look, Bolivia. It bottom line is the U.S. government carried out a regime change coup in Bolivia. They removed a democratically elected government. They manipulated the election and put someone in place they wanted. That's that's basic. You could easily look this stuff up, and it was even verified after the fact. And what happened? Nothing. You know, there's a thousand of these things out there, and and COVID nineteen just really opened this up. But one thing I notice a lot of what's happening is that there's a lot of people that are kind of like on the coattails, these quasi mainstream people out there, quasi independent that kind of wait for it to be socially acceptable and then jump in and grab a, sto a story and report it in a way that is kind of true. That makes it look like they're kind of giving you the, the, the real breaking true, but then they deviate you back in there. This is whether they know what they're doing it or not a coordinated effort. One of the examples that I'm not even going to get into who or why, but the argument was things that we've all been screaming for eight months as if it's breaking news and said, well, but here's the biggest problem that during this process of this bad injection and dangerous stuff, all of the children weren't able to get their normal vaccine schedules. And that's why all the problems are happening. And I'm like, what? Like, how can you intelligently argue that the very same companies and people are good right here up until this part? It just shows you that it's about trying to keep your audience accepting. Look, I'm not, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. Like, if you have to rationalize what you're saying to your own audience, right? and most people are critical thinkers. Go ahead. It's unbelievable. I totally agree. Yeah. It's unbelievable. What I call is it safe dangerous. There's a lot of safe dangerous out there. And we see with some of, the, uh, some of the bigger name comics out there that have kind of made their name as being a straight shooter. But, you know, all their stuff is Trump is dumb. Uh, political correctness is dumb. You know, all the, you know. But when it gets down to the real discussion and stuff, they're very quiet because mm. it's just not safe to go there. And, like, you know, I've always considered myself, uh, I, I just take all the arrows. You know, like, I've always done that. Right. You know, whether it's politically, you know, just being... The, you know, talking about what I want on stage or this show going out, um, you know, and I don't, I don't know wh what your take is on a lot of the, you know, 
you know, the rampant pedophilia in, in, in our in our government and the power bases of Hollywood or or it was Russian collusion. I was on like two of the there's a podcast out there is on there and I, I, I love these people. I would t- literally take a there's very few people I take a bullet outside of my children. I would probably say these two because they show me so much kindness when my babies were really young. But they were like, no, Russians, Rus- Russians totally interfere. I go, there's no evidence. Oh. And it was just like, okay, you know, but it's like, it, it, it's just, it's just people are afraid to lay their balls on the table, man. But that's mm-hmm. everywhere. Safe, dangerous is everywhere. Podcasters, yeah, Instagram right. influencers, they touch it and then they back down. It's, well, it's, it's where it's, the money's it, at, we, though. It is. That's, a, that's exactly the point. And, you know, it's like. You can't like if somebody got into this not for the intentions of trying to get to the bottom of the truth. You could almost understand if they're if they're you know I, at least I don't agree with it, but I understand if their business model is just about making money. But there these people that frame themselves as being all about getting to the bottom of it, and they'll they'll even admit openly that they'll not talk about something until they you know if they feel like it's going to undermine their profit or their channel or you know the censorship. If you're afraid to be censored and you'll you'll pull punches, then you're not really about the truth. Period. I mean, that, that's what it comes down to. And especially now when we're watching this end game play out, it's like, what do you think is going to happen tomorrow, next year? It's just going to swing back into where you, this is going to get to a point where, I mean, a good example is someone, um, I don't have to put anybody's names out there, but there was somebody that was actively doing this early on going, oh, you know, anti-vaxxers and they should be censored because they're putting people in danger. And then he got censored by YouTube for something un- different. And then he was over here screaming about how he got censored. And you just, that's the point. It, it's it, they don't care about you, even though they pretend they do. It's going to swing back around and it'll hit everybody because these governments I, don't care about people. I so agree with that, dude. I cannot tell you how many people have built their brand off of, you know, anti-government, anti-establishment, anti-all that, and then bam, like nothing. Turn around, our pro-mandate. Pro this starts mocking everybody. Their whole brand has been like, dude, this government F, they fuck me on this, they F me on that, they treat me like this, they treat people like this. The military industrial complex is 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 awful. And then but when it comes to science, they just can't question it. And I we talk about this on the show all the time. It's just like you think about nerds, man. You know, it's like who they they love comic books. Every he- hero or villain is somehow a scientist. They're either on one <laughs> side of it. And then they're like that. They grow up with that. And they're like, you can't question science, bro. Because that right. ultimate nerd dork stuff, right? <laughs> but then it comes out that like, hey, man, this stuff's fa-. Nope, 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 nope. Scientists walk pure of heart, bro. They- I, I think I think that's I think a lot of what we're seeing today has been planned out longer than we think. Whether it's you know whether this was ultimately the direction it was going to take, you know we know how they plan these things out, just kind of opaque direction. They know where they generally want to end up. There's multiple cat plans they could go in which directions. But I definitely think this has been part of the plan. You know, normalize like keeping children, getting children and adults alike to think that there's something there that they don't understand, they're not smart enough to engage with, that you just have to blindly trust. I mean, what's crazy is even the I guess the inner circle to a degree, that's what they think. Like uh, the White House was caught openly saying when they were pushed at it that they just trust the CDC. Like, so they don't even do their own due diligence on what the CDC is giving them. They just report it because, well, they're the experts. Like, do you realize how ignorant that is? Like, aren't you supposed – if the White House is taking it from an, from an institution or an, anybody, they should be vetting it before they bring it to the American people. But they don't. 
And I think this has been something that's been set for a very, very long time. And we saw Forbes, the New York Times, make this ridiculous argument that, no, no, doing your own research, that's conspiracy stuff. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, man. So, you know, there's some, I have children, there's some doctors that, you know, I've visited over time. And they're all like, got to get your kids vaccinated. I'm like, well, we're going to pump the brakes and let these kids grow up and get, you know, experience some viruses and some germs or whatever it is that causes you to get sick. Well, mm-hmm. you know, because when I was in the, the, the delivery room, they're like, so uh, would you like us to give your, your, your daughters hepatitis B shots? I'm like, why are we giving my daughters who just took their first breath fucking party drug of, uh, vaccines? And so I bring it up to this doc. There's a doctor that I went and visited, and I, I, and I, you know, they're telling me you gotta get man. I've, I've studied this forever. You gotta get them. I go, okay, then please tell me why they're giving uh, baby newborn babies taking first breath uh, party drug vaccines, and they're like, I, I don't know. Well, I do know, man. The reason they're doing it is because they're botching these fucking d- fucking circumcisions. D- circumcisions. On these boys, but they gotta give it to everybody so they don't, so people don't know there's a fucking issue going on. And if you don't know that basic thing, not that they're bad people. Listen, doctors are great people. They've just gone through this fucking meat grinder of education where it's like you get rewarded for saying what they want to hear and not doing your own independent research and finding out something that the Rockefeller created medical system wants you to believe. Right. You could compare this to the military today. I mean, th- this is... I just the, yell like, at you, and you're like, yes, that's a wonderful point. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like Roger, Randy Macho Man Savage. You're like, what he's basically saying is correct. It's like, it's like you couldn't be too much. Can you imagine if they did that in pro wrestling, you know? He's just like, that's your hilarious. mother is a piece of shit. Yeah, I can, I can see where you're coming from. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. But was, I mean, wait, I just lost. I just lost. I'm sorry. I realized I probably. So I was talking about uh, circumcisions and all that stuff and do, rock the, the Rockefeller. The usual. Uh, the, the usual. The oh, rock. I know what I was going to say. The comparison to the military, right? Because clearly that you could like Whitney Webb coined the term. I always point out that your body is the new battlefield. That was in the beginning of all this. And I couldn't be more apt to what's happening now. It's the same thing. I mean, they have got they've got doctors in the same way that they, you know, kind of going through this regimented controlled education like they do in in military. And you can ask doctors about this. Anyone that's willing to speak openly about it will say, look, they're not teaching you to think critically if they ever were. It is you do as you're told. And here's what you're supposed to do. Like you get this, you give this pill and you can talk to them in the class. They're not even allowed to offer up thoughts. They can't challenge what's happening in medical school. They do. They get kicked out of the room. I've spoken to many people about this. And so you're, you're basically just militarized training for doctors who are trained at what for eight years straight to never question what authority says. And so a lot of them just think that that's what they, which that's what research is. But I would argue that a lot of them make this choice with themselves to be like, well, you know, I know that there's more to this, but that doesn't work for me career-wise. So they kind of put it to bed, and that gets dormant, and they forget about it forever. So there's a, I, I would argue there was a lot of them that are at the very least being slightly dishonest, and then a lot of them that I would, I mean, they're human beings. Every human being out there is capable of extreme evil and extreme good. I, I believe that it's about choices in your life and where you decide to go with it. And I think today we're seeing a lot of doctors that are cowards, that are terrified of losing their job, terrified of standing up for what they believe in because they see that they're going to get attacked. You know, and that's how that's where we are right now. It's, it's I also think that 
even though in the conspiracy or the truth or the research community, there could be this feeling that it's not true. But I think people are basically good people. And they project that onto people they don't know. So when mm. they look at someone like Hillary or Trump or whoever, they're always like, that's my mom. That's my aunt. That's my yeah. sister. That's my dad. That's my grandpa. That, and they, they, they put these loving feelings on someone that they've never met before. And then when presented evidence of the contrary... They are just like no, 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 no. That would I would never do that. They would never do that. And it's like, yeah. Well, you're not trying to control a giant trillion dollar corporation, right? That is like makes mm-hmm. its money on blood and guts and basically robbing poor people. Yeah, I mean, what you could point out about Clinton for a good example is it. I mean, well, uh, Caitlin Johnstone made this point recently that I think is so spot on that a lot of people, Clinton and otherwise, always put in their taglines, you know, like on like Twitter, like, oh, I'm, you know, part time, part time guitar player, single dad, like, you know, making trying to humanize (laughs) themselves with things that are totally unnecessary to what's in their head, their tagline, when probably none of it's real, is they really desperately want you to connect with them on a personal level. And I think these are sociopaths that have no understanding of what they're even writing. But to go back to a point you you mentioned a second ago with Hillary Clinton, for example, and I've written on this extensively before COVID-19, there is an obvious, undeniable, underlying belly of pedophilia and sexual proclivities in our in Congress and Hollywood. I mean, for crying out loud, if you still quibble and balk at that kind of a statement, you should look up Epstein and understand that that's something that even the mainstream had to manipulate and lie about, but then grudgingly admit that there was a sexual blackmail network running through Congress. And it wasn't one guy that's still happening. That guy has just been put away somewhere. I don't think he didn't kill himself. So it's interesting that you can see this underlying thing there and they just manipulate it by trying to act like you said, man, just normal people. Look up Laura Silsby. And the trafficking of children from Haiti with Hillary Clinton that was put to bed by Clinton. Even Chuck Todd reported that on C- on NBC before it got shoved away. You know, all these things tie back, in my opinion, to exactly what we're seeing today. Whether we want to talk about the biosecurity part of it or just the securities part of it, right? The biosecurity part of it, I 100% believe that they have been testing on people in war zones for decades. Organ manipulation, organ trafficking. I mean, this stuff's been verified. Look up, look at somebody like Vanessa Bealey. She's been proving this stuff for a long time. And we have to see how that relates to today. The darkness that's out there. And it wasn't only people. And it wasn't only Congress. He had a lot of scientists there. That goes back to Bill Gates and it goes back to the circle to how they have the control of all the fucking narrative on media. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, for sure. Bill Gates and the Bill and Melinda Foundation literally fund. Not only every publication and media which struggles to make profit, they all they also fund every single fact checking organization, That's every crazy. single one of them, right? And it's just like the dude wears a sweater no matter what season it is. That's right there. <laughs> yeah. You're like summer. You're a sweater, dude. You're shady, lizard man. Right. You're fucking I can, shady. I can look over everything else, but with that, no, that's too much for me. So, so. What I also see is like, thanks to the internet, there's a, you know, there is a, a permanent record. And that seems to be the biggest difference between what used to be 
and what is not. Why it's so much harder, in my humble opinion, maybe maybe I'm wrong, maybe they do this with nonlinear warfare, right? Where they give us crumbs on both sides so we end up mm. fighting with each other all the time. But it right. seems to me that there are people like you, Whitney Webb, Jimmy Dore, all these people on all sides of the spectrum that are constantly holding authority to fire, feet to the fire, that never really happened before because there was an apparatus for us to do that. And now we see more and more and it's coming out. And and it's like, so let's take this Travis uh, Scott concert, right? Mm -hmm. So much now is coming out about the darkness that this guy puts out. And for me, it's like, okay, I grew I'm I'm, I'm 49, dog. Okay, I, I grew up with like Black Sabbath and all these groups that were doing like this quote unquote satanic stuff. But the difference was they weren't being like sponsored by Nike, right? They weren't like, <laughs> you know, it wasn't like M Jersey Mike's presents like gateway to hell, you know? And it just seems like it's just a whole different way of operating. That's more obvious now that I don't know if they have a disconnect. They don't understand the information we have, or just maybe they don't even care. And that is the cultural Marxism war that we're in. What are your thoughts on that? Well, there's a lot of, I mean, specifically in regard to the, the concert itself and this discussion, I mean, it's, it's really unnerving to watch what happens there. And even just on the side of like the obvious issue of people just passing out heart attacks, cardiac arrest. I was talking about the athletes part of it today. It's un overwhelming to see how many are, and everyone just ignores it all. It's obvious something went down there that is being at the very least, oh, oh, like actively ignored. Like, nope, nope. We're going to talk about the, the people rushing the stage. We're going to talk about this, you know, a secondhand information about some guy getting pricked in the neck and act like that covers up everything we're talking about. Yeah. It's weird. It's very strange. None of it adds up. And there's, and every person that got had a heart attack or whatever is like 16 to 25. It's like everything lines up with what we're seeing today. But there's also these aspects, and I kind of think that's what you were, you were touching there, is there's very weird stuff. Like the one video that really creeped me out is where he's standing up over mm -hmm. everybody chanting death or whatever. I don't, I'm not familiar with his music, but I know that it's, it's weird. And he's looking at this kid being like, carried away and I, I, reports that i've heard from people that have been there or they you know, know someone or have been there or were there at the concert are talking about how it was people were like please stop this and it was clear that he could hear them and they just kept going so there's all these weird talks about like what was really going on there and here this is the kind of stuff that and by the way i wanted to say this and i forgot to what you mentioned before as we get into the conversation of people arguing about like satanic rituals and stuff is i absolutely love that what you guys do are, is, is unabashed, unafraid to talk about what you think is going on. And that's what we need today. The, this is why the whole conspiracy theory moniker was created, as we know, to stop objective, critical thinking and discussion. And it doesn't mean that we talk about something that we automatically believe is true. Like, are there satanic rituals? Obviously. And do people in power conduct them from time? We've seen that through history. It's very clear. Is that what happened at this concert? Who knows? Something to consider. But nobody in the mainstream would ever come near that conversation. What does that show you, right? So I just want to give you guys a shout out for being willing to talk about that. But I'm curious about what you guys' thoughts are on that in general because that is something that has very interesting and clear roots, as you guys know, to our government, to this country in general, to the secret societies behind it, to the Rockefeller-type people behind all this. And you wonder whether or not these there is stuff like this that goes on, where there are mass casualty-type events that are used for certain reasons. I don't know why people would ignore that kind of conversation with what we have seen with even things like the Epstein discussion.
I mean, I mean, Vegas seems the Vegas shooting seems to be the biggest one. I mean, nobody even talks about that. That just kind of drifted, which is a very interesting thing because sometimes the media drops stuff and then also the truth community drops it at the same time. And I wonder if that's because there's no more information coming out that they they can put out or. Uh, is there parts of this that's also controlled as well? But the mm. whole thing with the the Vegas shooting, I mean, there was that weird like thing on I, either it was Reddit or 4chan that was like a day, uh, like a day or two before the shooting that basically oh, right. warned us of it, and it it basically said it was going to happen on uh 9-11 but what it really was was uh route 91 on october 1st the numbers all line up and basically how it's like you you had um you had julian Assange's his uh company drop all the uh his organization drop all of the documents which basically said that the shooter or multiple shooters had fbi connections and it just right. one right after another the man the the impossibility of one man shooting all those people how many and here we go and this totally fits into this travis scott thing multiple people on the ground talking about how there was way more people way more than eight than eight right and yeah. and, and we're gonna have somebody on this week because i love these twitter threads and he basically breaks down that the number eight has a connection to cern and all that stuff and it sounds wow. like what oh dude you're reaching about it just over and over and over again, this is. And I knew this guy, Travis Scott, was bad news when he did the halftime show at the Super Bowl and it was all like fire and demonic. I'm like, dude, mm. this is the Super Bowl. We're watching with grandma and the, <laughs> and the kids. Why are you like worshiping the devil? And it just seems like we've gone so far down the line that the only way to get a rea uh, to show that you're in head of the culture is to be more and more obvious, right? It's it's kind of like yeah. business where they keep defunding, deregulating everything, that now they're just deregulating retarded shit because they've won everything. They just got to keep going. Same thing with political correctness. Like, at one point, it was just like, live and let live. Everybody mm. love, regardless of your sexuality, you can be married. And now it's got into, maybe we should be giving kids puberty blockers until they figure it all out. You're like, nobody thinks that. Nobody. Yeah, right. Exactly. There's, there's no there's not even a logical rationale for that. Yeah, you can't have cigarettes, you can't join the military, you can't drive your car, but yeah, go ahead and get an irreversible sex change that you'll regret. Mm -hmm. Most people do, statistically speaking. It's just so, it's, it's absurd. But I think that, just on a side note, is one of those topics I was mentioning that was pushed in to a ridiculous degree that I don't think was ever meant to be what it is, but it was meant to normalize the discussion of altering your body. Just wait till we get to the technocratic implantable side of this conversation very shortly from here, and then it's going, well, it's okay, because people have already normalized these kind of conversations. Just put it inside your skin. It's all good. You know, this is where this goes, and I think that's a big part of it. But, you know, all of this has been very, very normalized and very manipulated for a very long time, and I think that whatever side of this angle we are coming from, it's quite clear that people are willfully ignoring the kind of stuff that we're seeing at those, like the concert, willfully ignoring it. I mean, you can't pretend those people that were passed out being given CPR in the middle of the floor when there's very clearly no rush happening. Yeah. There's no, there's no trampling push. Yeah. And so they just go, Oh yeah, it was the, you know, and that's why I think that just so people know the evolution of the story, I'm sure your fans do. They came out going, Oh, they rushed the stage and people died. 
And then they came back around when they realized how ridiculous it looked with all the media. And they said, oh, well, now there's reports of a prick in the neck of some guy. And so we think that's what was going on. And that came from a medical group who told them that they were told from one of security guards that he felt a prick in the neck and they saw something on his neck. And they gave him Narcan that apparently brought him back, which I think is interesting because I wonder what Narcan would do to somebody having a cardiac arrest from like a myocarditis kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that would cause the same kind of reaction. But interestingly enough, they would be able to know by now whether or not they had drugs put in their body. And it was Nobody's talked about yeah, and that. it's supposed to be fentanyl, but that's the only way I would see how at a music festival, if someone is dying and they say it's someone stabbing someone, how the stampede kills more people. Yeah, but I see but that part, but no, that's the only time that I can there's see. There's no stampede. No, yeah, but when they said stampede, I was like, it had to be like a, a reaction or a bomb or someone sees someone get stabbed and then everybody runs to get away. Because there used mm. to be a thing called the AIDS crew. I don't know if you ever heard in, in like in the early Sounds 90s. Like the worst breakdancing group. It, it, it was the worst. It was uh, the AIDS crew. Yeah, in the in the early hang in tough. In like the early 2000s. Good enough. What go on? Also in the early 2000s, you'd go to these underground raves and it would you'd hear these myths to try to scare people to go, but they would say there'd be people that would walk around and stab you with AIDS and say uh, welcome yeah. to AIDS. Since they were yeah. so mad that they yeah. were in the crew, that, that they were yeah. giving it to people. The, it sounds just like this. They used to say they would do that in soda machines, too. They'd be like, they'd put needles, you know, yeah. which doesn't even make sense. Right? I mean, the only you one that actually did that is Bayer, right? He, they, they yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, they actually yeah. did that, right? Yeah. I, I wonder whether stories like that are true, though, you know? I mean, there could be some level of truth to them. Or maybe they were true and they were orchestrated by the government. I mean, there's, there's, I just don't buy that. That that's like the you're going to get razor blades in your candy narrative, yeah. and now it's suddenly shifted to now every year it's cannabis. Be worried for cannabis. I don't know anybody who's ever gotten or even experienced or knows someone who's experienced something like that in my entire life. It's certainly possible, but what's the end game? Like, why would out some of one weird person? You know, I don't know. I just find like those narratives to be very self-serving and fear mongering to get everyone to think that that's what's happening. But bringing it back to the same point here. You know what happened there? It just, it just doesn't add up to me. Fentanyl, for again, my, the same point is by now they would have had clear toxicology reports to be able to say yes, we found fentanyl in their bodies. Mm -hmm. I don't see that happening right now. I'm sure they could just say that. I'd like to see the report if they do, but it just doesn't add up. So, but every, on the same point, what do you guys? Oh, go ahead. Well, every, every you see pictures from the stage out. Everyone's got their phones up. Yeah. Are you telling me one person doesn't see some dude like? Dude, what is that guy doing? What right. was the guy going? Do, 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 <laughs> like it's some bad cartoon and like <laughs> sticking somebody and then what? Nobody grabs this guy. I mean, you like you have people talk about. Uh, there's a woman out there going. I it was so packed I couldn't breathe. I, I couldn't breathe in and out. So it's like this guy's just like this magical leprechaun, just right. <laughs> genieing in, stab, genie out, oh, and then nobody catches it. And how ballsy do you have to be to stab a security? Because I mean, that's the guy. That's the guy who got stabbed on the neck was a security. I'm like, how ballsy yeah. do you have to be to be like, hey, come here, out of all everybody, out of five hundred thousand people here, I'm gonna stab the security. And you wouldn't be like, what the fuck? Fifty thousand. Right like, right. somebody hits you, you turn around, and go, what did you just do? This there's guy a, doesn't well, gravel. There's a lot more to come out with this. Like, did you see before yeah. that before that part of their security plan was, if if somebody died, they were to use the code word Smurf. That was their code word for somebody dying over the radio. They that we have a Smurf here. We've got a Smurf. Isn't that there's something <laughs> wow. bizarre about that? So right? they have a code word for it. That's well, how common yeah. it's becoming. The whole a car, a cardiac arrest event that we never tried to exactly. Yeah. But but the 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 I just I always come back to why. 
which is now, I mean, it's, you don't ever get to an answer there, but what's the real end game? Why would somebody do that? Is it, of course, it's possible that you just have some maniac who wants to hurt people, but it's the same kind. I just, it, I never buy that. It's the same thing. They always go like, okay, so why is Assad murdering children? Because he's a madman. It's like, okay, is it, it just, but there's no logic to it. So the military is just about to take over his country or they're, they're about to go away. And he does the one thing that gives them the justification. Why? Because he's a madman. Same you know, thing so with the Taliban. Here. Same thing with yeah, the Taliban. It, yeah. It just doesn't really add up to me. It's like, it just, is it, is it possible? Yes. But it feels like a cover story from top to bottom to me. I thought the Vegas was pretty to control the second amendment. Because well, they did it at a country show. That, that to me, had a, more of a well, point. No, this was very, like... that Sheldon Anderson wanted to put in... He bought a giant stake in this, um, like, this metal detector company that oh, yeah, he yeah. wanted to force into every casino. Oh, that's right. That's right. Right? I mean, well, and it's just, like, comes... Yeah, it's, it's crazy, dude. I think that the this this part it, it's not the same kind of situation. If if we're the way that I think we all perceive at least possibly the, the Vegas situation being seen is like as like a false flag or like a psyop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this this feels more like this people started collapsing because of injections and they just made up a narrative around it. That's what seems. You know what I mean? There's different things there, and this one. I mean, we're seeing it happen across the country. There's no denying they're grudgingly admitting that it's possible, yet dismissing every example of it everywhere. I genuinely think we're going to see, like you guys said, there are more than eight that happened here. And like you said, we're going to see more of this develop. More people are going to have videos coming out. I think we're going to see this really crazy situation, and it's already happening across this country, where people are just falling, collapsing, having issues from this, and they continue to try to lay it at the feet of the unvaccinated or at COVID. Okay, which is a very interesting point because what kicked off this whole corona fucking pandemic panic are those videos of Chinese people just dropping in the middle of the street. So we dismiss it because you're like, oh, I haven't seen that anywhere. And now we're starting to see this. And the question is, were they doing vaccine testing on the Chinese way early? Valid question. I really think that's a huge question we should be asking because I think, in my opinion, you guys tell me what you think. I have, from the very beginning, I, I feel very strongly about it now, but I was considering in the beginning, I think strongly that the U.S. government and the Chinese government, as well as a lot of others probably, are completely in coordination with some larger event that's happening here. doesn't mean that everybody in every aspect of it, because even in our country, our government, we can see that there's different vying political agendas. But overall, I mean... They, they were at event 201. They were all part of the same organ, the same effort, the same planning. They were working together, right? We know that Fauci and the NIA and Trump and, and Obama before them, uh, they outsourced all of the efforts to Wuhan, right? We know that they continue to do so. North Carolina University, Equal Health Alliance, we know how that all worked. And that went from multiple administrations, right? So I, I definitely think that that was, and that was Wuhan. So China working with them. So your point is a huge one. Wonder whether or not they were coordinating together to test this on them. And that's how it got out. Certainly possible. I mean, we see the spike protein being the, I mean, just so if in case you guys haven't, I think you have, and in case your audience hasn't seen it, the Salk Institute made very clear, along with many other peer-reviewed studies, that the spike protein alone can be spread can shed, can be spread, can infect somebody else, and can literally then cause disease, which means it can then be spread again. So does that mean that they're causing COVID-19 and spreading COVID-19? Maybe, or it means the spike protein alone is causing something that looks the same. Either way, it's continuing to spread after the injection, and that's undeniable. 
So I think you hit on something really important right there. So, you know, I went on a friend of mine's show and he ends up screaming at me because he says I wouldn't shut up. But at the end of the day, I could tell that he was getting alarmed at what I was saying, which was the question was, do you think the vaccine helps? And the, my answer was, I don't. And there was quiet, right? It, it was super quiet. You know how to say that. <laughs> and it was a scary moment. And like, you know, be honest with you, my, my stance has caused a lot of chaos within my family, people in my life, their families, reactions to what I'm saying. And it's just like, I don't know why people don't realize, like, I wish I was wrong. And I'm not right. saying this to laugh in your face. I'm not. I'm saying this because I'm scared, and I'm. I want you to be safe. Why would I lie about that? Why would you? You know, back when the whole PizzaGate thing was going on, I'm only using that word because we all know what I mean when I say it. Right. Okay. When I was talking about it in the heart of Hollywood, at the epicenter of comedy in the world, people had visceral reactions to me. They, I mean, Johnny was there. I got touched by people. People mm. were fucking putting their hands on me because I was telling them something that later on Epstein comes out. I mean, all these people get arrested that are associated with the Clintons that still people refuse to admit are a part of Pizzagate. But here we are. And now we got this Russian collusion coming out. I wish I was wrong, but everything I said is good. Go back and look at my last live appearance on Jimmy Dore. I lay it all out. This is before. I said, I wish I was wrong. Now we got this election coming up. Whitney Webb said they want to just destroy uh, election integrity. I can see it happening. Wait till you find out what happens with fucking, with, with this shit, with the, the election. I mean, you don't want to believe me on any of this other stuff. Here we are again. And then... When we get into climate change, when it's so obvious what's going on here, they want to get rid of the sun and CO2. What do we need to make oxygen? CO2. Right. I, I think that's a huge, that, that is going to be one of the next big transitions, in my mm -hmm. opinion, is the climate change switch where they're going to be, they've already done it. We all see it. They're all screaming about how, which, by the way, is not backed up by the facts, that somehow the lockdowns made the planet better. Except that's literally the opposite <laughs> of what happened in every possible way you can look at it. But they don't they don't care about the facts. So they're already rushing it in, saying we need to continue to use the COVID model to fight climate change. Even uh, Kamala Harris came out on, her, on a tweet and said, Build Back Better is the largest organized effort, I think, in regard to fighting climate change in history. And I'm like, wait a minute. Didn't you argue? Didn't you put out Build Back Better under a context of COVID-19? And I said, well, there you go, guys. It is a obvious transition. And I think the biggest part of this is about getting us involved in the the immunity passport infrastructure before they drive this in. So we're all, it'll be, you know, carbon tax and the whole, the whole nine yards. But what's happening now is the transition between natural immunity allowed on your immunity passport and not. Because, I mean, look, do we really think that they're up Western, uh, Western establishment just up and forgot about natural immunity for six months? That's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I think that was an organized effort to make it look like they were resisting natural immunity, and now they're going to allow it. So Republicans predominantly think, yay, we won. But now you still have to prove your natural immunity and get tested and show your vaccine passport before you go in your restaurant. So what really changed? They just allowed you to – it's the fake – 
win essentially and i think that's the next step and then it's going to become climate change and social credit and i mean this is all laid out as you guys know in plenty of documentation from year 2000 forward even before that that's so it's, interesting because that fake win scenario seems to apply to the masks at the beginning remember when the, when they yeah. told us that masks you know didn't work and don't wear masks and so everybody i remember we had dave smith on who was like masks do work fauci's lying they and i mean if they can get a guy like that kind of turned yeah, around on this I, issue listen man i mean we all the you know the surest place to be when you're in this business is i don't know anything but yeah. if you're asking me what i feel this is what i feel and that's kind of where it is because i know that you know dave's been going on fox news and just destroying them he's so good I, yeah i love i love him destroy yeah. these he's people great. he's great and it's it's so funny because you you know he's on legion of skanks which is like his boys from back in the day but he's doing the lord's work but it, I, Big time. I, I mean you see this with you know the when i started realizing that it was all two wings of the same bird was when obama got in he had the house he had everything the white house the congress <laughs> the senate he had everything and he could have he could have got a quote-unquote health care pass. At the time, I thought it was a great, you know, universal health care, man. We all get universal health care. Yeah, you know, not knowing that, like, ask veterans about the VA. They're blowing their brains out in the parking lot because right. they get, got told they got to wait another six months. Ask, ask veterans about the VA, and you look right. about what you think about single pay. Show me the government department that runs efficiently. Joe, do right. it. <laughs> exactly. Right. You know, one of the things that drives me the most crazy is that there's a group, I mean, a huge grouping of progressives today that are simultaneously arguing about how this is violating the rights in regard to this medical thing. And they're, I mean, some of them are even kind of, be, well, some of them have been on this from the beginning. And there's a lot of them you guys probably would see. I could point out plenty of them. But most of them have been ignoring it up until recently and now suddenly are seeing, you know, this is bad. But then on the other side of their mouth going, Medicare for all. I'm going, guys, like, I'm not disagreeing that we should have some, you know, that people should get what, you know, there's good to the conversation. Right. But you are arguing the very same people that are trying to control your health care, why that's alarming, should then simultaneously give us health care that works for everybody from a one side. I mean, I don't understand the logic there. Like, what do you guys think? It's, it's ridiculous. There is no logic to it. And it just becomes like, this is the stance that your side goes to. Because you look at places like Canada and Europe and you hear how great their health care is. And you're like, well, they're, 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 their population is smaller. Uh, and it's just a whole different thing. There's more homo homogenization, which means they're not being used to pit against each other. It's a lot harder to cause divide and conquer, you know? And it's just like, we're a much bigger country. And the truth of the matter is, it's just like the real cute, the real cure to this is free trade, free market. We're like free everything, right? Yeah. Okay, if you want your your super expensive fucking insurance, you can have it. But I also should be able to go somewhere to get dollar insurance. It's like hamburgers and cell phones, but that's not happening anywhere. I mean, you want go to a clinic in L.A. and just see the greed that is happening there. Because everybody agrees, let's keep the prices here. Let's keep the prices here. And you know what right. would happen? If the government came in, they would raise it up and they would just jack the government for more money. Well, mm -hmm. I don't know if you know, but how often do you hear them, oh, no, I'd rather drive there. They call the ambulance because of the price of it. Yeah. Your life's in danger and you're thinking about money at that time. 
And it's That's just crazy. like I don't know how we 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 change this, but you know, going back to the two birds, uh, two wings, the same bird. I remember when Obama had everything, right? And then all of a sudden, I don't know where these magic blue dogs came out. That we're not gonna just just stamp everything he's doing and nothing got done while Obama ran on Medicare for all and then when the debate was happening he's like oh I got I gotta go to Germany right now I gotta, have a, gotta do some speeches gotta talk to Germans about some stuff <laughs> but we're, we're arguing your Medicare right? God gotta talk to Germans man gotta go to Ger-. and he left and that's when I literally go oh he's phony as fuck too and that's when <laughs> last time I ever voted for either of the two parties. Good, good. I mean, it seemed, you can make the same point for Trump's administration. You know, 100%. Clear time when he had control of that. I mean, there's a lot that could have been done that wasn't, you know? Like, there, everything that he really pushed in before 2016, you know, obviously he knew how to tap into the counter-establishment community, right? The third-party community. He tapped in 9-11, the Fed. He just laid it all out there and then did none of it. And then he took the Federal this. Reserve from whoever was running it, Rothschilds, whatever, and gave it to BlackRock. Exactly. And like, guess who like probably owns BlackRock? Guess <laughs> who probably owns BlackRock? The Rothschilds. Yeah. It's just a shift right. of fucking power. Yep. And it was exactly. all done on purpose. It was all done on purpose. So when we take a look at like 9-11, right? Who was in office there? George Bush. Right? So George Bush was there. And he, what happened with his election in 2000? They just fucking took it from Al, 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 Al Gore, who was a total team player, by the way. But they needed the president in there that had a country to a certain mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, good old boys, America first. Hey, man, I'm president. I've never even left the country. <laughs> right? I mean, is there a place outside of here called out of Texas? I don't know. I never leave Texas, man. <laughs> right? So the guy's sober and everyone's like, the whole cell was, I'd have a beer with that guy. You're like, the guy's sober. I'm, I don't care, man. I'll have a beer with him, man. I'll buy him a wine cooler or something for the, you know, sober people. Right? So he has mm-hmm. to be in. Because who has to be there? Dick Cheney, right? right. Dick right. Cheney exactly. has to be in. So it's like each each president is its own kind of thing. Why do they need Trump in? Well, because now they have to fucking create this kind of conflict where he's an outsider and he's trying to get America first and all this stuff. And then he loses in an obvious fucking rigging. And who puts in Fucking Joe Biden, who's just fucking build back better. Trump could never sell big back, build back better because he's a he's an anti-establishment guy. Right. Joe Biden's build back better. And I think Biden's there, so when he's out, Kamala goes in because she would have never won shit. The only person more mm-hmm. hated than Joe Biden is mm-hmm. Camel Toe Harris. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, dude, twenty-eight percent of the people they called. And by the way, who are they talking to? Old people who answer their home phone. <laughs> AKA voters. Right? Yeah. Those are the people who vote, too. Yeah. Maybe right, good point, right. Johnny. Thank you for being well, all serious. One of the important things on top of what we talked about before in regard to, like, you know, the militias not rising, you know, being the ones that would stand up is the, the word fascism, right? They went over the top to make it Trump fascist, Trump, these Republicans fascist. And then we see Biden's administration come into it and they roll out some of the most fascist policies in the history of this country, it seems, at least in living memory and under a guise of, you know, virus, whatever. And yet they're still pointing to like, even like the, from a lower level, the media will discuss like just conservatives as fascists. 
as they're generally pushing a fascist mentality about forcing mandates. Mm. It's just counterintuitive. It makes no sense. But it's because of Trump being put in that position, whether he knew it or not, that we can even have that argument. If it was somebody else, who would they be calling fascist? It would you be fascist because you're being a fascist, you know? And and also it becomes like this. Uh, ridiculous talking point like you can't even use that term without it becoming a political discussion uh, other than the fact that it's literally just the blending of corporates and corporate and government you know that's what's happening in front of us right now and i argue trump and biden equally played roles in what that is and just like he's a so my whole theory is that like republicans are zionist and i think the term zionist was hijacked by dark arts people. There's nothing wrong with the Jews wanting a homeland. How it, how it happened, arguably, like, I have, I have, listen, I have problems with the, the policies of the Israeli government, which makes the Israeli government exactly like every other government I ever talk about. So anybody wants to get in their fucking head that this is about Jews or anything a lot, it is not. I love Jews. The woman I live with is Jewish. I love Jews. I love Jewish chicks. They're super freaks. I'm big fans of them, okay? I love them. Has nothing to do with Judaism. Has everything to do with policies of a government and their treatment of people, okay? That's my problem with it, okay? That's my problem. So Zionism itself, which is that, you know, proud to be Jewish, why not own Jew? I don't have a problem with it. But it seems to have been hijacked by some dark arts motherfuckers that has weaponized it. So I I have a problem with Zionists, and not all Jews are Zionists, and not all Zionists are Jews, okay? Then I have a problem with communists, okay? And not, uh, you know... uh, I, my whole opinion is the Democrat, the Republicans are Zionists and the de- Democrats are communist Zionists. That's my opinion. They seem yeah, to have I mean, this. I would say the, the polarized extremes of it, absolutely, and in general. But I, I would just elaborate on what you were saying. I totally agree. But I would take it. I would say more so that I don't. I don't think Zionism was hijacked. I think Zionism was the hijacking. I think Zionism as a political mindset was what was used to hijack Judaism and manipulate. Like you, you can you can talk you can talk to huge groupings of Orthodox Jews in Israel that are equally oppressed by the Israeli government because they don't agree with what Zionism is using their religion to do. Right? They they act like Zionism is the embodiment of the Jew. It's not true. Right? I mean, you you could take. I mean, we could get off of that topic forever. No, I can. I, the, this is I love. These are the dangerous topics that uh, yeah, I feel like we need to have. I get in trouble. I, I like again. Family members are get really get angry at me, but it's like. Uh, listen, if you're naive, listen, I think there's some people want to be like, oh, there's a Jew world order. And then there's this other group's like, oh, anti-Semitism is on the rise. And they never want to talk. They just right. love the bar because they, they're, they're fucking friends, families, and fans. Love just hearing it. They never want to confront each other. And I'm all about like, let's talk. Let's dance. Let's have this conversation. You have to. You have to. Again, that's what I love this show for is you you have to be able to talk about these things. Otherwise, it gets even more polarized. That's exactly what they want, obviously. But, yeah, I mean, it, it, the whole point for me is that it – look, Abby Martin has done amazing work going directly to Israel and going, look, here are what a huge portion of the Jewish people – the Israeli people actually think, which is that Palestinians don't deserve to be there. They shouldn't be alive and blah, blah, blah. But you could make the same argument, a huge portion of American people that probably have an opinion about something else in the world. It doesn't necessarily mean that every Jewish person is a certain way. It doesn't necessarily mean anything other than this Zionist government has brainwashed the population of Israel, just like our government has absolutely brainwashed these people here. But it is, you could, but there are people that are Jewish or otherwise that have that mindset and there's those that don't. At the end of the day, 
the Zionist mentality is being used to murder people under the guise of that they're, I mean, it's historically accurate and 100% shown that Palestine existed. It's ridiculous they ever tried to claim otherwise and that it was stolen. And they took it because they claimed that they had a right, that God told them they could have it. But here's the interesting part. If you realize that when they were having this conversation, they were deciding amongst the Zionist leadership which place they would take. How does that make sense exactly? If they were picking which one they went to. What was in Texas, by the way? There was an area that, like, Israel might be in the middle of Texas. Did you know that? So it's just very interesting. So if you go to the Belfort Doctrine, right, is that what it's called? And then you go to Declaration, uh, yeah. declaration excuse me. Then you go to um, who uh, basically created the accounting system for the fucking uh, uh, Holocaust, of these concentration camps, uh, who are gonna, who who is wearing what, and then you go to who established Israel. There's one name throughout the whole thing. It's the Rothschilds. It's right, the Rothschilds. Right. That, that is exactly. Yeah, you find their name on both sides of everything for the last 100, 200 years. One hundred percent. And but yeah. people don't want. So my whole point is like, as the internet gets gets stronger and stronger, this conversation is going to be discussed, and you can either have it now or be forced to have it later. And it's, you know, it's like, so I, when I looked at, uh, and this is Sam speaking, okay? This is just Sam speaking. But when I take a look at, you know, Israel going on like their fourth booster, <laughs> I start believing in little crazy things called Kazarians. And that like the people who are running Israel don't have the Jewish people's best interest at heart. That there are a group of people out there who may walk around saying they're Jewish, but they use that as a fucking mask to walk amongst us. Because if they told you they were dark arts, greedy occultic Nazis, right, who fucking just care more about money than they do about their own people, you would probably lynch these motherfuckers. But they're forcing this group of people who are having giant fucking uh, breakthrough cases Fucking death Crazy. is skyrocketing in Israel. You get to, you hear people tweeting about like, dude, my neighborhood, they can't stop have hear I can't stop hearing fucking uh ambulances. Sirens, yeah, yeah. I, I saw the same thing, which is just crazy. I mean, it's all over. It's being suppressed in every possible way I can see. And all they can do is just be, oh, you know, anti-vaxxers, conspiracy theory. Like, it's become really stale. Like, they don't even know what to say anymore. They just ignore it. Like, for instance, like the the senior editor of the British Medical Journal coming out and going like, yeah, you guys are all ridiculous. This is all bad. Like, everything we're talking about. And they just ignore it. Like, trust the science, except that leader in scientific community, we don't even going to talk about that, you know? But the, 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 the overall point here is that there is a lot happening in Israel in particular and places around the world that are just being absolutely covered up. And I believe there's a lot more nefarious things going on. Like, the, the CEO of Pfizer himself said that they called it uh, Israel's the world's lab. That's a direct quote from the Pfizer CEO. Oh, my God! It's crazy. Because, I mean, they're only using Pfizer, right? So it's basically a control, and you're watching this happen. That's why they're the first ones to be doing the third, the fourth booster. It's all, it's all going, going. And as we're watching people continue to get worse and get worse, it's, it's, it's crazy to me that we're allowing this to go on and that people out there that see it are keeping quiet. I, I, it just blows my mind. So, so as we come to the end, because I know we don't have you all day, um, I want to ask you something, man. How deep do you go, bro? How deep do you go into Is there a place where even you, the last vagabond, won't go? Is it like, are you afraid to question NASA? 
Is that oh, no. off limits? No, no. Well, it's funny you say that. I, I, the one of the things I was just going <laughs> to say before that was the project paperclip discussion, and even more so the one that people actually leave out of that was obviously. I mean, it's crazy. These things are even conspiracy theory when it's like it's documented information. But the project paperclip was the origins of that of NASA, and that was basically put together by NASA Nazi scientists that were taken by the U.S. government, right? But on top of that, and this is what's more relevant to today, or equally relevant, is Dr. Ishii from. Japan. I'm reading a book called, right now called Emerging Viruses that actually mentions him as well, but I've done whole shows on this before. He was doing some of the most grotesque live human viral manipulations and experiments on people in Japan. Like this was happening during the World War II. And not only did they take the Nazi scientists, but they took him as well. And they became the basis for our current biosecurity or what would they call it? Their bio, you know, program, right? With the Dr. Fauci gain of function. That's the basis for this program. I mean, how do we, I mean, you could make this even larger and be like, look at how the U.S. government has been befriended and then suddenly become the enemy of every bad guy that was ever throughout Osama bin Laden, Saddam Hussein. We're all allies until suddenly they were the worst guy in the world. How do we not realize that our government has been the ally of every worst guy in the world, historics, every time, you know? And so we gather up these terrible people and we use them. Does that sound like what the... Yeah, you know, whatever you want to call them, the good guys would do. It, it blows my mind. But to your question, I mean, for me, when it comes to my show, let's say, I take a stance that what I'm trying to do on my daily wrap-up show is sort of be a bridge for the people that are just starting to kind of like see what's going on over into the real depths of where we could go on forever. And, you know, the occultist history, the really disgusting things that have been going on. I mean, what Pizzagate was really about, the pedophilia. I mean, this stuff, I've written about this for years. And I try to be a bridge between those two things. And so when I show, I don't really get into, like, the real dark part. Like, for instance, when I was covering Travis Scott today, all I really said was, you know, when I was pointing to the ritual part, I was like, well, you know, there's some interesting things to be discussed here. I'll let you guys think on it for yourselves. Because... I find it to be more important to let people come to their conclusions about it and, and slowly walk them in to how deep this can go. Let the comments and the chat kind of guide them in that direction, as opposed to scaring them away with what they've told they shouldn't be thinking about, you know, but right now on the show, me personally, I'll get into anything. I mean, I, I, won't, I, I don't think we should be afraid to intelligently converse about anything. Like I'll tell you if I think if I haven't researched it enough or vice, you know, whatever, but why would we, you know, we should be able to talk about anything. Yeah, that's what I consider black belt conversation. It's not that you necessarily yeah. agree with it, but you can have a conversation about it without your head exploding. And you know, it doesn't... well, you know what they say: it's a true sign of intelligence to be able to entertain a thought without accepting it. Right. That used to be what we believed. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And it's just, uh, I, I don't know if it's America or it's like people in general, but the uh, arrogance about ignorance has gotten really strong. Like people are really proud of what they don't know and don't want to hear about. Mm. Do you think that America has some karma coming the way that the Nazis used Germany? Like I, I don't think the Nazis lost the war. I think they actually won the war that Germany lost the war. And that, that the good. Nazis, were, you know, I forget who was the CIA guy that just walked them all over here so they wouldn't go to Russia and basically actively recruited these fucking awful human beings. Mm-hmm. And then you get into the whole, you know, I mean. There's I'm, like this little mini documentary on Netflix that we hate, but about how they had Jews 
participating with Von Braun and being nice to them and giving them gifts for Christmas for their family and shit like that. And these guys were like, I can't believe I had to be nice to these but the, when your general tells you to do something you mm. got to do it but it's animated it's, it's just released but it's kind of weird on how like we were friends to them we befriended them we, we gave didn't them gifts friend them. we took them over here yeah. and gave them well-paying positions yeah. right well to your point sam is it's like it, maybe that was always what was happening maybe that was always coordination like maybe all of these things have been hypothetical like look like we talked about roth rocket rothschilds funding both sides of wars i mean look at what's happening right now you know or even any past wars we've talked about like they is that what was happening then? Was that even real? Like, was there just more of a, a, a profit war like Smedley Butler, you know, war is a racket. Maybe there's more going on. And that was testing that was happening and they just scooped up what they needed to continue forward. Either that or they were unabashedly taking the worst parts of these people and, and absorbing them into themselves. That's not what good people do. You know, they, that was the beginning stages of this experimentation that they just continued forward. Same with Dr. Ishii. You know, and I think that's it's it's crazy. But to your to your other point, did, you know, maybe they never, maybe they actually won. I mean, that's a va- I make the same kind of interesting argument about like take like prohibition for example. Is it possible that what actually happened was the mafia successfully overtook the government? Right? Seems like a valid thing to consider. Looking at Epstein and how it all worked, and all they ultimately did was go like, well, or not overtook, but like infiltrated and became the government, or right? changed I mean, the way the government operated, and it became a giant organized crime unit. That's exactly what it looks like, right? I mean, it makes perfect sense to consider because all they have to do is be like, look, guys, we're they, that's what government is, and we all, if anybody honest can admit that, it's just kind of organized crime. But if they decided to say, well, let's just sort of become that normalize ourselves with this, enforce on each other. If you, if you admit that we're actually the mob, then we're going to take you out. You know, and then 100 years later, here we are. And that's the same difference. I mean, it, it's something to consider. Do you think we have karma coming? Do you oh, think yes, the United the States has Yeah, I, I really do. I mean, and well, here's a way to put it, though. I don't think that it is as simple as, like, this country is going to have what's coming to them because of, like, I think that this country is being thrown out under the bus, like, as a world stage player james corbett's been talking about the engineered fall of the west for a long time and i think what this feels like is the effort to slowly or rally i mean slowly as it feels to us right now but faster than i've ever seen in my life transition power away from the u.s and into something like china for instance right now that plays a lot into the partisan feeling about biden and china but I think it's bigger than that, right? It's not one side or the other. I think our government is involved to some degree, at least the real players. And this is about transitioning power, you know? And do you feel, do we, I, you probably agree. I don't, the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds, the do they care what country they really operate from when they're controlling the world? No, they really don't. It's about power. So I think what we're going to see is a destruction of what we believe is our seat of power, let's say, the average American. And it's just going to transition somewhere else, you know? And that, even more specifically, uh, we interviewed Dr. Uh, or Professor Michelle Chopstovsky from Global Research, and he made this really interesting argument that what he sees is that the World Economic Forum and the WHO and all these things, the UN, are basically becoming the world government, which has been a, an argument we've been making for 20 years, right? That's where that seems to be going, but that now they're officially doing this. The public-private partnerships are basically becoming this world entity under a guise of fighting pandemics, which will never go away, where they just hand down mandates and these governments just take it. I mean, we're seeing the Pfizer contracts kind of be this middleman between it. Pfizer seems to be becoming like this arm of that world entity where they're making contracts with governments that basically sell out their their assets. Like where they, they say, well, if you if this happens, then we take assets at the control of your military control. This is not a joke. This is on the Pfizer yep, contracts. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, if you listen to Prince Charles, who just out of nowhere just decides to give a speech, you don't hear from him for decades, and suddenly he's coming out. It's like, dude, you know, we got to save this planet. I mean, we might have to use military to save the planet, and some of these countries God. aren't rich enough to do it, so we have to go and buttfuck them into doing this. The biggest polluter on the planet, and we need them to help us stop from polluting the planet. That makes sense. Unbelievable. <laughs> so let me, the final thing, because I keep saying final question, but you brought up that this is about power. There's a part of me that thinks they have all the money and they have all the power, that this isn't about power and money, that this is a spiritual war, that these are some parasites that's stealing our louche, for, uh, and this is a, a much different thing that we see going on it's about just basically collectively lowering our vibrations do you mm. believe in aliens you believe in interdimensionals do you believe in all that kind of more outer fringe thoughts i well i mean believe is hard to say i mean how do i mean i i've definitely considered the research behind this stuff and watched some of these older i mean i think that there's absolutely something to that like, you can call it ritual, you can call it magic, you could call it... I mean, look, here's a good example that I've discussed in the past. Is somebody who... Uh, what was that? Does that mean? Uh, Sorry. No. Uh, so, somebody who, uh, you know, like, let's say I right now just say the word elephant. What do you, what do you, what's in your mind right now? You, uh, an elephant, right? Now, elephant. Is that magic? Did I put... Did I make you think that? Your mind, you know, so it, it's... You could go back a thousand years ago, and the idea of a television would literally be magic. Yeah. Right. Like you just can't comprehend it. I think what we're dealing with today is whether, you know, it's, it's the, the evolution of this conversation. And we are watching things like predictive programming from the TV, the countdowns on the news and these things that are, that are manipulating the way we think uh, large mass manipulation, mass psychosis engineered predictive programming about the way our actions are like, you know, they, they've been using AI, especially today and, and that kind of stuff are gaming this stuff. Now, is that the same conversation? In a technological sense, very well could be. But I think that I, I agree that there is a level of, of a deeper, uh, it's to, I mean, I put it this way, to what degree it is where people are just out for profit or out to control you for some nefarious, more deeper purpose. I don't know what that breakdown would be, but I 100% believe that there are people involved in power that are, like you said, I mean, they, they're way beyond caring about money, caring about power. What else are they trying to actually achieve here? And I think that it gets into this weird occult sort of, you know, larger, I mean, what's the best way to put it? Some kind of, I think, ritualistic action is the best way to put it, where they're doing things on a massive scale. Yes. That they believe that they get enough people thinking a certain way or acting a certain way that they can achieve some kind of end. And maybe they can. Yeah, man. The world's ran by sorcerers. Hey, man, Ryan, you came, you saw, you dropped the hammer of the gods. You were great. He's the last vagabond. Uh, Ryan, real quick, can you tell them where they can find you again? Yes, sir. The last American vagabond.com is the website. That's the pretty much the best place to go. That's the hub. And I, like I always say, don't let anybody out there, YouTube or otherwise, be the conduit between uh, you and our information. Be, come to our website, subscribe, and then go from there. But uh, right now, the main uh, sites, I guess, to check out would be superu.net, uh, 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 BitChute, Odyssey, and probably Rockfin, I would say. But there's a lot of good new platforms coming up. Uh, ben I love Swan. It has just shifted to sovereign.media, I believe. It was ice.media before, and that's a good one, too. And so, you know, the more the better at this point. I think you should spread it everywhere. They can't cancel all of us. And, you know, right. for me, man, if they could shut down, they would. I think there's forces of light that are pushing back, but that's just me and hope. 
Uh, yes, sir. Ryan, Christian, thank you for coming on, dude. I am a giant fan, and I'm even a bigger fan now after talking to you. Thanks for spending some time with us. I love you guys very much. There's like three tickets left to uh, Salt Lake, so I hope you grab them. And Boise is packed out, so grab your tickets to the second show, and I hope to see you guys soon. San Diego also. I'm coming there on the 18th. Join me. I love you all very much, and I'll talk to you very soon. Take care, everybody. Bye. We go deep, homeboy. <laughs> Open your mind. <laughs> Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. <laughs> That's some interdimensional shit. <laughs> Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack. Tim foil hack. Tim foil hack.